East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Each week, Leslie will give her reaction to the true crime and paranormal stories that Lorraine and I tell from up and down the East Coast. As a reminder, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all for informative purposes. Hee-haw. I was going to say, hey, y'all, and it came out hee-haw. Oh, <laughs> my God. Don't ask. I don't know what's happening. Give me a different color. I don't care. Oh, no. Um, so today we are continuing. I don't have what happened to all my colors. Uh, I don't know. Don't you here. see my note on the side of it? Return bring my back pens. my pens. Yes. It was you want me. Christmas colors? Those are like janky. That's no, very that's the Grinch Christmas colors, like that's that lime awesome. green. Um, I feel like I was gonna say something and I then can't I forgot. Myself like I used to. Am I actually plugged in? Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure I can hear you and her fine. I'm just it's whatever. I don't need to hear myself. No, I hear you. No, now I turned you up. Yeah, but that's my headphones. Don't worry about it. I can't hear myself. It's okay. I can hear you. Loud and clear. No. I just turned you down, so then, like, you, we wouldn't be picking up Linda She's on you. She's in her box. <laughs> She's supposed <laughs> to be in her box. I am. <laughs> so this is our continuation of last week's episode of H.H. Holmes. Yes. So we are in, where are we? Chicago right now? He killed Pearl, Julia. Okay, it's eighteen. It's currently eighteen ninety one. So he sold his apartment. Something. Okay. 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 So recap: H. H. Holmes, when he was a kid, he was a bitch, and everyone made fun Mm -hmm. of him. (laughs) He got bullied. His bullying somehow manifested into his obsession with skeletons and human anatomy because the kids pushed him into the doctor's office, had some rigged up anatomical skeleton pop up at him, and now he's body snatching, but he's body snatching in order to get insurance money instead of like giving the money, not giving the money, but giving the body to colleges for cadavers. And like he's just making up random people and he's like, yeah, this is this person and now they're dead. I need the insurance money. (sighs) <sighs> he is in Chicago. He married... Oh, my God. Who was the first woman he married? Uh, someone lovering. Clara. He was married to Clara at the age of 17, but he done got sick of her. And when he was in the University of Michigan and she left, she went home. And then he goes... They had a baby, right? Yes. They had a baby together. And she was working as a dressmaker, making all the money, bringing it home. And he's like, no, use the bane of my existence. You need to leave. So they never got divorced. So the whole time all of this rest of the shenanigans is going on, he's still married to Clara. Let's see. He passed his medical exams in 84 when he moves to Moore Forks, New York, and starts his first scheme of what was it, the vaccines for the smallpox? And he went around lying to everyone saying that he was a government worker and it was mandated and they had to pay 25 cents a shot. You know, all that craziness. And then he did that thing with the body with the landlord's friend. Ah, yes. 
the autopsy <laughs> and how he was like trying to hold the body ransom. <laughs> yeah, but he had already given them the letter saying that like yeah, it was that old war wound, so she got the insurance pension, well, I guess the pension and the insurance money, whatever. And he was just like, damn it. So he moves to Pennsylvania. He's attempting insurance schemes in Pennsylvania, but he realizes, oh shit, insurance companies are catching on to frauds. So then he moves and meets Myrta. Wait, no. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Myrta. Myrta Belknap. And he marries her while he's still married to Clara. Yes. And he's working at that pharmacy. He snatches it from that old lady because her husband died. She moves to, quote, unquote, California, but no one ever hears from her again. And while all of this is going on, he's having an affair with a cashier that works at the pharmacy. Julia. Julia Connors. Who lives upstairs. Yes. And he ends up, his first known murder is Julia, who he said was an accident because he didn't actually mean to kill her, that he was legitimately performing the procedure of an abortion on her because oh, they were having right, an affair. One. But the legitimate murder was tying up the loose end by killing her six-year-old daughter, Pearl, who was asleep in the apartment upstairs. Hmm. And now... And he dismembered both of the bodies and burned them in a furnace. Bam! Hmm. Recap. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. And welcome to episode 55. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you feel better. I think the thing is we're talking like it, it's now back to where it's the same time that we're talking. It's not a delay. I know, but it was fine yesterday. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, so, <laughs> oh, right. And then, like, Holmes is writing letters to Julia's family because she was supposed to do her whole sister's wedding around Christmas time thing. And he's like, where is she? Is she safe? So once all of the heat from that died down and everyone is just like, okay, well, I guess she ran away, like Holmes said, with some mystery man and skipped town. He sells her apartment, leaves all of the furniture in there and like takes out her and her daughter's personal belongings, but sells the apartment that way. Da, 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 da. While all of this is happening, so it's about two or three months later and it is around May of 1892 ish everything's very like approximate because no one really knows what he's doing and he's also not keeping record of what he's doing because he has so many ponzi schemes that he's like i can't keep record of these things so when he's confessing and like he starts doing his biography and blah 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 everything's like very around this time so at this point julia's dead she is the cashier of his pharmacy drugstore. And in replacement of her, but also as like a step up employee, he hires a typist. Her name is Emmeline Seagrind. It's E-M-E-L-I-N-E. Her last name is C-I-G-R-A-N-D-E. I spelled that so wrong. <laughs> I spelled it for you. I know, but I was trying to get ahead of you. Oh, no, you're fine. So (laughs) she is a typist, and he hires her to help him set up another fake company. She doesn't know that's what she is there for, but that's what he hires her for. And he is looking into scamming addicts at this point, more specifically alcoholics. Oh, addicts. 
okay. addicted people. I was like, how are we scamming addicts? <laughs> like, how, where, where does it go? What are we building? He's putting hiding, hidey ways in it. <laughs> like he did with his building. Yeah, I was just, I, it, it, you know, yep. Oh, I did a Leslie. Yes. Yeah. So he is doing this by creating a clinic where he is going to sell a cure-all medicine. And he heard about it from a town nearby. And there was a doctor who actually had a very good understanding of alcoholism. What's up? No, I thought we talked about this before. Didn't he try doing this before? He, he did with this? something else. Oh, okay. But I was like, we're going to get into another one that he tries later down the road. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, this is like halfway between last episode. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Dude, trust me. A lot of his schemes are the same shit over and over again. And nothing works for him. He heard about it from a town nearby. And this doctor actually, he founded Alcoholics Anonymous. Like, he actually had very good scientific research behind the fact that, like, alcoholism is a disease, but other than, like, the chemical reactions that we have to it, there's emotional and mental things behind it. So he was, like, way ahead of his time in as far as, like, alcoholism and, like, the things that, like, cause it. But Holmes didn't care about any of that. He was just like, okay, cool, that's great. But um, I just need... The ingredients for this cure-all so i need someone to go buy it and then i need to just make up a knockoff version of it he was so bad at scheming that he named his clinic silver ash institute the original was the golden cure or the gold cure so he was just like yeah we're gonna call this silver ash because <laughs> oh my god <laughs> The the original was called the Gold Cure because they used um, gold bromide in their elixir. And Holmes called his Silver Ash because he was using an a, a silver derivative that he was just like, okay, cool, this is great. So I'm going to call it this. Um, it failed. Are we surprised? No. no. Yeah. The good thing, according to him, that came out of this was that he had his new employee, Emmeline. And... He was openly pursuing her, and everyone thought he was skeezy because of his behavior. Like, he, with um, Julia, he was very, like, on the DL, sneaky, sneaky about it. But with her, he was just like, girl, I love you. Even though he's still married to Murda? Yes. Okay. And they have a daughter daughter together. Right, right, right. Okay. So he's just like... I need you in my life. Come to me. Tell me your sign. Right? I have not heard that song in forever. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Linda used to sing it all the freaking time. I know. I know. I'm saying I haven't heard it in forever. Like, I, I'm i not going around playing it right now. <laughs> you used to But I will. <laughs> no. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> so, he was so open about pursuing her that... She lived in a boarding house, and the, uh, I guess, caretaker, landlady, actually forbid him from coming on the property. Interesting. Because of how openly he was pursuing her. But none of that mattered, because at this point, she was smitten. So. Smitten. Yes. You're smitten. Smitten. Whoa. 
playing badminton. <laughs> what the hell? Where's my kitten? <laughs> no. The Princess Diaries 2. I don't remember that Oh, one. my God. Lydia, okay. I'm going to need you to step in for a couple of episodes. It's too late now. I know. It's way too late now. So. Here comes the girl. That's the guard that yells. Yeah. Willie Mouskowitz. They, I mean, like, they scream it, so I didn't want to scream it. Anyway. Um, so he would give her expensive gifts, and he was so charming. And he even promised her that he would leave his wife for her. Hmm. Don't they all? So Emmeline was his mistress. <laughs> <We're just> gonna... <laughs> like, I'm like waiting for more of this story from Linda, but I'm like, man, she sounds like she's saying that from experience. No, I'm just, I just not. kept rolling with it. So I was just like, <laughs> we get personal enough on here. None of us need to start running our mouths about this. Um, yeah, so he was like, yeah, I'm gonna leave her. So she is his mistress for about a year. So until December of 1892, she went missing. Oops. Hashtag mm. it oh, wasn't snap. me. Oh, snap. That needs to be in red. For, mo- <laughs> for months after her disappearance, rumors spread that Holmes had gotten her pregnant and she skipped town. Ooh. And everyone, I too. everyone was like, I don't know, y'all. This is a little sketch. And it is speculated that he did the same thing to Emmeline as he did to Julia. But he has, n- but at this point, like, he told her he was going to do this procedure for her, but he actually, in his head this time, did not intend to. Like, he was just like, I'm going to tell her I'm going to do the procedure, but I'm really just going to kill her. Does that make sense? Yeah. Wait, so she was pregnant? It's speculated that he did the oh, same okay. thing. But we may never know. Because nobody was recovered. Yeah, we don't know. He never really talked about it. Kind of like he never talked about the pearl thing. He did say that like he did kill her, but that was it. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna say I I did it," but no one knows how it happened. But a lot of people speculate that that's probably the way he did it, just because it was like he got away with it the first time, so why not do it again? Mm-hmm. And now we are in May. <laughs> I don't even want to know what she's doing she's back there. She's looking at me. Like, I don't even think she can see anything. I got my glasses on. Come that on. doesn't mean shit. Oh, okay. Also true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it is May of 1893. Uh, between December and May, he's just doing his normal thing. He kind of lied low again after she went missing, but he was still running his little schemes and trying to defraud people. But in this time, in Chicago, the World's Fair is happening which is like a huge to-do internationally. So the World's Fair of this year, it was going to be huge. So basically the whole point of the World's Fair is everyone comes and they're like inventors and just, yeah, I guess that's really what it is. It's like a I'm tech, gonna be there. It's like a te- I really wanna go. It's like a tech fair of 1893. So it's I don't care. <laughs> so it's like inventions and things like that and just everyone's like doing all these things. People are going there to show off their inventions, looking for investors to get people. It's like Shark Tank but on the World Fair level. He was like, "Okay, this is good. I can make money this way." So the way that he is going to make money is instead of like defrauding these people, these 
investors and being like, I have an invention. He decides he's going to open a hotel. What? He's opening a hotel. Because that's what you do when the World's Fair is coming to your city. I mean, yeah. So he already has this two-story building, right? Oops. And Holmes... So, never mind. What? No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Holmes wanted to defraud investors that were there for the World's Fair. Okay. So he went around town to all of these young and upcoming investors, but they didn't really, like, know too much. So it was, like, people coming into town because they knew the World's <laughs> Fair was going to be there. <laughs> I just see, like, their turtle shell box just moving closer and closer. She to just got louder. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he's, like, going around to all these up-and-coming investors, and they're not knowing too much. They're coming in from, like, out of town. They're just, like, young, rich people coming in because they know the World's Fair is going to happen. So he's... Pitching them all this idea, like, hey, I already have this building. I just need you to give me the money so I can add on a third floor. So he's like, my first floor is retail. Second floor is apartments that I am like a landlord of already. Third floor, potentially we can do more apartments. But I was thinking a hotel. Since like people from the World's Fair are coming and going, it'll be a little bit more money than just having a hotel. So he gets all this money and letters of credit to build the third floor to his building. See, I told you it was roofs. <laughs> Attics. Attic. <laughs> so the lenders start to catch on that Holmes does not intend on paying them back. So he has all, like, basically lines of credit from them vouching for him. And they end up going to the hotel to repossess their property. But Sneaky Sneaks over here already planned for this to happen because he knew he was chipping them out of their money and that he was not going to pay them back. So while construction on the third floor is happening, he had false walls installed in rooms where he hid material in the passageways. He also had... Wait, what kind of material? I'm getting there. Okay. Like, like building material, tools. I'm going to make a shirt that says that. Because she said that to me a lot. What? I'm getting there. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. East Coast creeping. That's bumper sticker. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. And then... Oh. oh, that would be a good bumper sticker. Um, I don't think me. people would do that anymore. Anyways. I have bumper me. stickers. Oh, I see a lot of them everywhere. And also, you could just slap a bumper sticker on anything. Because I don't Anyway, so <laughs> stop whispering over there. <laughs> so shit balls. Where was I? They got to repossess the hotel. He's hiding shit. Oh in the no, balls. they're there to repossess their shit. So a lot of the shit that he's buying, put your sleeve up. I don't want to see that. Your titties hanging out out of the box. It's my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> if I could take a picture, I would. I just have to reach to get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending it to you in the podcast chat because this shit looks sus, Leslie. <laughs> like, if you was just on the street, no, you going to see it. I almost sent it to Jonathan. <laughs> oh, that's closer than it seems. I need that right behind me. 
It looked a little sketchier earlier because it was a lot further down, but she moved that shit up once I said I was taking out my phone. I didn't move nothing. I just shifted my body. Why can't you just show it to me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. I'm sorry. It, do- it looks like her arm. It literally looks like her arm. No, earlier it didn't look like that. Like, she was like, it was just like the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> okay, anyway. So... They go to the building and they're trying to get back their construction materials, their tools, the furniture that he's bought with the money. Like literally anything that isn't installed or is installed because they have their own contractors and inspectors going in with them. And some of these people are taking weeks to go through everything and figure out what he's bought with their money. And I'm going to say they couldn't find about 80% of the shit. What did he do with them all? Oh, you said something about him. He built secret passageway. Like, he built false walls. Secret tunnel. Yeah. And then he also had... But wait, was he reselling this afterwards? Or I don't understand what... Okay, never mind. You'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So... The the thing was, if he wasn't hiding them, so he had, like, the false walls, and then he also had, like, closets, but if you weren't, like, measuring out shit correctly, you wouldn't notice that there's, like, three feet behind that closet that's not accounted for in, like, the wall space, because he has, like, a closet behind the closet. It's and the people can- he dismembered. Three feet. so he has like furniture in there like stacked and then if the furniture you couldn't find the furniture and it wasn't in those passageways he probably already sold it because he was buying shit and then selling it for more than what it was worth and then just like keeping the money so that was like his way of ripping everyone off most of the hotel wasn't even furnished and there is absolutely no record of him ever using the hotel like he no record of him ever renting out spaces to people to use this hotel but one of the biggest things about this place is they called it like even now they call it the murder castle like hh holmes murder castle and a lot of people feel that even though this is such a big thing and hh holmes is Still to this day described as one of the most despicable human beings on earth because of this murder castle. And 80% of like professionals believe that everything that is said about his hotel was sensationalized by writers. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yes, granted, he did have like those little passageways, but there was also like you'll see stories about like shoots under beds leading into like the basement and then that's like drops you in front of the furnace or into the furnace or like how find friends down south carolina yeah i was gonna say yeah uh, and I don't what fishers Six yeah mile mm-hmm. yeah and then like uh there was also claims that he had a room we'll get to it we'll get to it because i just realized as i was like about to like it out of my mouth we'll get there I'll tell you what he supposedly did to someone. But anyway, okay. I don't care. Oh, you don't care. Give it to me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's how you like it. (laughs) Well, that's not how I'm doing it. (laughs) Who's looking at? Who's looking at? (laughs) Oh, well, 
my god. <laughs> I did it ten times worse. <laughs> I saw it and I was like <sighs> Anyway. So but granted, hundreds of people went missing during the World's Fair. So we don't know. Like potentially he could have killed a lot of people and burned them in his furnace like he did with everyone else and they're like we just don't know because hundreds of people went missing in this short period of time. Plus, during this time, the police in Chicago, extremely corrupt. Most of the times, the reports were never investigated or they were given the report, but they never wrote it down. They never documented anything. So, yeah, people are like, my kid is missing or my 25-year-old investor-ish son went up there and I never heard from him again. Awesome. Exactly. Boom. Chicago. Oh, my God. So, Holmes is. So, March 1893, Holmes is back at it again. And he is seducing his newest employee, Minnie Williams. Minnie Williams is a 28 year old typist. She was instantly charmed by his ambitious doctor and business mogul ways. How have people have not heard about him yet? Heard about him what? What he do? Like, him being a business mogul. Everybody knows he's a business mogul. He has a retail building and, a ho- and an apartment complex. And a hotel. Yeah. And well, a fake hotel. Mm-hmm. But like, why haven't the contractors and lenders and shit said anything about anybody? Else? Oh, he so, cheats them out of their money, but he's still a good landlord and he's a great pharmacist. Okay. I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> he's a great guy. He's a little eccentric. He's got little little hidey holes <laughs> and mustaches hiding around the place. But oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> so unlike uh, Emmeline before her, Minnie was a tad bit smarter. I'm gonna say she probably was really smart, and she's really pretty. Like I have pictures of her. She was she's gorgeous. Anyway. She was not convinced when he was all like, I'm going to leave my wife for you. I love you, girl. And Mm -hmm. she was just like, no, I need commitment. So in June of 1893, Holmes moves into an apartment with Minnie. And they are now Mr. and Mrs. Gordon. No, 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 (laughs) no. When did he get divorced? He hasn't. To the other one? He's still married to Clara. He's still married to Murda. Okay. And now he's married to Minnie Williams, a.k.a. Miss Minnie Williams Gordon. Hmm. (laughs) How did he get, she get the name Gordon? I thought he was Holmes. Yeah. Where did Gordon come from? That's his new name. Huh? That's that's his new name. That's the only way he's going to get a marriage certificate. Oh. So he is now H.H. Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) detective gordon oops Mm. yep they get married they're mr and mrs gordon holmes he's 32 years old he's living his life he spends a few days a week with minnie at their apartment then he goes home to his wife murda everyone is pretty sure that holmes had like this small ceremony that not many people were invited to to prove to Minnie that he was committed and married to her because at this point she literally thought they were legally married. She has no clue he has a wife. Like and other than wife. her. 
Like he, she, she was like, okay, he divorced her. He's married to me now. I'm his wife. So where does she think that he went? business trips he's a doctor he's a business mogul he's a man of the world and another one okay yep so enter the older sister it can be either one of you whoever wants to be in this shenanigans with each other i don't want to do this no minnie's older sister that's what i said her name is nanny so i'm gonna make it leslie because she's the nanny okay okay so Nanny Williams came to Chicago from Texas because she wanted to see the World's Fair and she was going to live with her sister and her new husband because why not? That's better than finding an apartment, right? Wrong! So Holmes is under stress, under pressure. <laughs> he I is, would be too. That's a lot going on. <laughs> he's juggling essentially two families. He has Minnie and her sister Nanny in an apartment and then on the other Sorry. half of the week... He's going back home to Murda's. I don't know where they live. They're all still in Chicago. They're all in the same city. Wait, does Murda have a kid? Murda and him have a daughter. Okay. So he's juggling his two family. He's dodging creditors because people are still coming after him. And it all just became too much At this point, do they just show up at his house? No. Okay. Because he's using so many different aliases that people don't actually know who he is. And he doesn't really have to show up. It's kind of like one of those, here's my paperwork. Okay, bye. So, like, the creditors aren't the people at the front desk. So, they don't know what he looks like. Right. So, a month into his marriage to Minnie, he came up with a plan. Kill them all. Something like that. We're getting there. <laughs> so, July 5th, 1893, was the last day anyone saw Minnie and Nanny Williams alive. Hmm. So they were found. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. You said alive. Um. So, potentially, um, this is one of the ones where, like, I have read and heard so many stories, but this is also stories that never actually came from Holmes and if they did no one actually believes it so there were stories that he killed Minnie and Nanny in the apartment and he confessed to stuffing Nanny's body into a trunk and then sinking it in Lake Michigan but he later recanted that story as they all do yeah and another confession so right off the beach. <laughs> and another confession was that he killed the women in their apartment, dismembered and burned them in the furnace in the basement. Which at this point, that's kind of his MO. Mm-hmm. So, maybe. But the one that like goes along with his whole Holmes murder castle was that he had a room that it was a bathroom and you would go into it and when you would close the door it was like an airtight seal. And he had a vacuum system and or a gas chamber type system. Oh. So he would either suck the oxygen out of the room oh my God. and suffocate you to death uh, or pump like it with gas, like toxic gas, and you would die. I don't like either of those. Yeah. So that was what was like... That, like, when you hear other people talk about it or you read about it, a lot of people say that's what he did to Nanny. And to Minnie, he just kind of, like, did the nice thing and, like, chloroform ragged her 
held it over her until she passed out and then injected her with something and then dismembered her and burned her. Like, the, that was his... Because he's a doctor. That was his nice way of killing people. <laughs> Girl, we don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Linda's over here trying to look. <laughs> so that was his whole thing. But the problem with this is there is no hard evidence that has ever been collected about any murders he could have possibly done at the murder hotel, murder castle, Transylvania castle, whatever, Holmes, Holmes's hidey hole horror house. <laughs> I don't know. Had a hole. Haunted horror house. Horror house. Horror house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but granted, like enunciate. She can't. Horror. I can't. Swedish fish. Horror. 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 It's hot here. Okay, y'all. Oh, when summer comes, we gonna die. I ain't doing it. <laughs> You're gonna die. You had that nice little thing when we were here in the summer. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not hot in here, and I got a cardigan on. Okay, maybe I'm just didn't work. we buy? Oh, a, I took my medicine and AC? it ups my it ups my body temperature because like yes, we did buy okay. a towel. Yeah, it's out there right now, but it makes a lot of noise. In the background, she beat herself. <laughs> anyway, cold. do you need a defense? So, August depends. 1893. None of this hard evidence that we could have potentially found matters because Holmes set fire to the building. Torch it! I was gonna ask if <laughs> he it! Down this, this place. So, but he did it himself. <laughs> so, a lot of people believe that Holmes set the fire to cover his tracks. Hmm. I wonder why. And I say, nay, nay, in the words of Linda. Nay, nay. <laughs> I completely believe it was an insurance scheme. Because it was! Oh my god. He had taken out multiple policies on the building using several different aliases. Right? Right. Because that's what this stinky butt always that's all does. He knows how to do. Which led to creditors catching on and hounding down in on him. But guess what? In comes La Policia. Police. And they is looking for him. Police. Holmes was like, oh, hell no, I'm not getting arrested. Arrested. <laughs> arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. Can I just say? <laughs> arrested. <laughs> red-handed. It was like caught red-handed and arrested trying to come out at the same time. Arrested. <laughs> <laughs> So he was like, I am not going to be arrested for fraud. This is not how this is going down. So he's like, I'm skipping town. I'm leaving. I'm not taking my wife with me. Myrna, she ain't coming with me. My daughter, she ain't coming with me. But I ain't leaving by myself. What? Who did he take? The dog. Nope. He already had his sights set on 24-year-old Georgiana Yoke. How old is he? 32. Mm Mm-hmm. She said this like a little bit ago. Oh. It's okay because she had already fallen in love with Holmes at this point. At this point, at this she said point. he was. He was. <laughs> I was gonna say part. Huh? No. Huh? 
<laughs> he was okay, charming. <laughs> She's a hopeless romantic. She works at this place down the road, and she's a hopeless romantic. He's like, just he hopeless. All the ladies. My man does not look like he's gonna get all the ladies. I mean, if you Terry got all the ladies, <laughs> who's Terry? Rasmussen. <laughs> oh, from two weeks ago. Rasputin. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was kind of. Yeah, he was not. Mm-mm. That one, my, that one was on point. Uh, you know, I haven't seen your picture yet, but I don't want to see it yet. I want, I want to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I seen it. I want to spit my water everywhere. I left my water out. I, in the room. I really want spicy ramen. Ugh. No one wants to talk to you I right don't now. Want ramen anyway, again. no, you talk to my husband because we're supposed to be going to get I pizza. I know. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want to go to get pizza. I just want some water. Stop talking like that. What? I just want some water. I just, oh, I have water. Anyway, so 24-year-old Ooh. Georgiana Yoke. She is a hopeless romantic. Oh, she's already in love with him. She's charming. He's a businessman. <laughs> He's a doctor. Right? She works, I feel like, at a restaurant down the street. Something like that. Hmm. And he told Georgiana that his uncle had left him some land in Texas. Hmm. And she was so excited to go with him. Hmm. So November of 1893, Holmes leaves Chicago with Georgiana and heads to Fort Worth, Texas. The land that he and Georgiana are going to go live on Uh is the actual inheritance of Minnie Williams, (gasps) his late wife. Oh, my God. Holmes had employed, quote-unquote, a friend. His name is Benjamin Peitzel. Buttons. Peitzel. <laughs> P-I. There's a lot of stuff going on right Yeah, now. oh, yeah. Trust and believe, girl. Is this the part that you said? Oh, yeah. would be like, boom. Right yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Peitzel. It's P-I-T-E-Z-E-L. Peitzel. My yes. fucking word kept trying to, so I had to add that shit to the dictionary, and then it was just like pissing me off because then I closed my word. And, and now then when they... you want to spell pretzel, it's gonna say pietzel. <laughs> pietzel. <laughs> Is Annie Ann still in the mall? No. <gasps> it's not in the mall. No, it's some chicken place. What? It's a chicken pretzel place. What? I'm really sad. Wait, are you full of shit? No. No. Linda, Google this. I walked by why would I, it. Why would I lie about it? It's you mean I want to go to Pennsylvania? The, yes. It's all over the front doors of the mall. Well, I don't go there. I went there for the nerd event, and then I went there. That was it. No, there I was there. That was Easter. But there wasn't anything in their space yet. And I was like, maybe they're just on hiatus. You're on hiatus. They're <laughs> <laughs> anyway. always on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> their pretzels true. look good, though. Like, very comparable to Annie Ann's. Can I get a cinnamon one? Yeah, they ain't got know. no cinnamon sugar covered. Okay. Ooh, you know where we should go? Linda, look over the box. The fucking Patapsico flea market and get some. Sweet tea. Raisin cinnamon. Have oh. some pretzels and some chicken wings and some, some lo mein. Oh, oh my God. All of the above. I I don't see why not. Yo, that shit got raided though recently, like a couple times. It gets all the time. Yeah, because all them people with their illegal DVDs. Kids kids would be fucking scared of that shit. Let's go. Yo, you know how many? Okay, so I went. This is so off topic, anyway. But like, I went there recently. But I took Jonathan. Like, this was maybe two years ago. Like, okay, lies. It was like right before COVID happened. 
And we're just like walking through there, and I'm just like, just like walking through that shit, like ain't nothing happening. And he's just like, where are we going? I was like, I don't know. I was like, my dad used to work in that booth over there in that little corner. I was like, there was that cool DVD guy. I was like, I used to get all my oversized white tees and black tees and blue tees from right there. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, I used to eat kiwis from this fruit stand oh all the time. God, the oversized tea guy. Uh, no. Yes. Okay, Kayla would love it. Never yeah, uh huh. And I was just like in there, and he was just like, "What is wrong with you?" I was like, "Excuse me." The chorizo man. Oh, chorizo man. The chicharrones. Oh. Anyway, okay, we're good. <laughs> that was good times, guys. I used to love just sitting there. Sitting there, falling asleep under the tables, man. <laughs> yeah. I would just sit there and play pull, fucking Dig Dug that, on the computer. <laughs> uh, you pull that tablecloth away, you find some kids. Like, legs. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? You see their shoes walk but by. Like, you just Yo! The, 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 the gimp gump jump? The lady that had... Yeah. The gimp, all the gimp string? I could never make that shit, but I always oh. went there to buy that stuff. I would always go up to Leslie be like, Ayo, Leslie, can you start this for me? She's like, ugh, again? I'm like, yes. I never knew how to start them. I could, like, keep going. And then finishing it, and I was like, here it is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to tie a knot. (laughs) I wonder if I can can find some on Amazon. I'll be back. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, they have tons on Amazon. Ask your friend. Siri? No, no, no. Oh, anyway, shut up, you guys. We still got a lot to go. I don't remember when you said you had to be home. Benjamin Anyway. So he employs Benjamin Peitzel and he gets him to help. He He helps him forge the documents needed for the land. They get the documents notarized and they are moved in for six months. But six months in Fort Worth was all Holmes needed to rack up an insane amount of debt and they had to leave. So July of 1894, Holmes, Georgiana, and Peitzel Move to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like Three's Company. They moved back to Philadelphia. Okay. They came from Chicago, but they're moving back to Philadelphia, and they lived undercover. Oh. But Holmes needed money, and Holmes had a plan. He's a man with a plan. He always. Holmes convinced Peitzel that we we're gonna fake his death. I thought you were going to say fuck shit up. I'm like yes we will. <laughs> okay whose death were we faking? Peitzel's. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Peitzel's. So Holmes convinced Peitzel to fake his death. To fake Peitzel's death. Okay. So. Yes. With a whole bunch of convincing again from mm-hmm. Holmes because that's what he He's like, is it really like a whole bunch? Because I feel like um, they yes, around because them. you're gonna find out why it took a lot of convincing to get Peitzel into this. Fine. Um. So he was like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna fake your death. We're gonna get the insurance payout. Like you have a family. You have children. You're gonna get a lot more money than I would. He's like, all we need to do is get a cadaver, and then everything's gonna be sorted out. Because we're gonna get one that looks like you. We're gonna burn the body because we're gonna fake an explosion and we gotta disfigure this body enough for them to be like, yeah, that's him. And then we're gonna get your family, one of your your wife or something or one of your kids to come down here, identify it as you, boom, insurance money. 
and Peitzel. That seems question. pretty straightforward to question, me. Question, question. I didn't know he had a wife and kids. Yes, we're getting to them. Because <laughs> not really many people did. Even his wife was just like, damn, son, where you been at? Because we got lost the children. And you just boom, bam, boom, bam, so and you leave. He, so he moved in August? I mean, yeah. I mean, in November. Yeah. Uh, so he's... Of 93, and then in July of 94. So they moved back. So where was he originally from? From Chicago? He was in Chicago with the murder hotel. Okay. And then they went from Chicago to Fort Worth, because that's where Minnie Williams' land was. And then he went to Philadelphia. He's originally from New Hampshire. Okay. He was in New Hampshire, and then he went to college there. Then he went to Michigan, to the University of Michigan. And then from... Who are we talking about? Holmes. No, that's not who I'm talking about. Oh, the other guy? We gonna get to where he's from. (laughs) We gonna get to where he's from. No, no, no. I know Holmes, but I'm saying, like, how long was he away from his family? Oh, for a minute. For a minute. From November to July. No. For a while. Okay. Trust me, you're gonna get his timeline in a little bit, too. (laughs) So, yeah. So, they were like, we're gonna get this, uh life insurance policy on you after we get this cadaver and we fake your death because you have children and a wife and Peitzel did know that Holmes did all this stuff before because he would help him with his schemes and Peitzel also acted as a lawyer for Holmes on several occasions while he was in New York Hmm. so he knows the shit that he is up to he's just as scheming and weird as him so, like, he knows. He's into the shady shit that Holmes is in. He knows that things could go wrong as far as, like, being busted for this life insurance fraud. But he never suspected anything more. That was it. He was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I like how it just stops. <laughs> like, he was just like, I know he's... Did he kill him and then court his wife? So, September 2nd, <laughs> 1894... <laughs> September 2nd. No acknowledgement. Nothing. I acknowledge you. I looked at you from a side eye and then I kept going. Holmes leaves his house with Georgiana and he walks to Peitzel's apartment in Philadelphia. They all live in Philadelphia, but Peitzel lives down the street. So he's like, okay, babe, I'm going. I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm going to be back later. So his plan is to get Benjamin fucked up to the point where Benjamin cannot fight back or it would be hard for him to do so. But getting Peitzel drunk apparently was not that big of a deal or hard because he's an alcoholic anyway. So by the time Holmes got there, it's like eight in the morning. Broski is already tipsy. Cause he's been. How did he not know? I was this? gonna say, did and, we not he, know this previous to him deciding this? And he was living with them both for like half a year. Yeah, but he is just—it was just like I need to get him real drunk. Cause like I know he's like drinking all the time, but I need to get him to you know, that point. Okay. So after one to two hours, according to Holmes. Benjamin was at the point where he was tripping over shit and he couldn't see straight because he was just pushing the drinks and pushing the drinks. So Holmes got out some chloroform. Chloroform. He was like, 
I got my rag, I got my chloroform, I'm hold this over his mouth and his nose and it's gonna be real quick, it's gonna be good deal. So chloroform isn't as instant as what you think it is, like on TV when it's like, they put it over your mouth and all of a sudden you're like, You mean hey. Ace Ventura is a lie? Yes, chloroform takes five to 10 minutes to take effect. That's a lot of struggle time. Yes. Hmm. It's a lot of struggle time. And in order Doesn't for, it burn your face too? No. It's a it's it's gassy. So the like the liquid when you put it on the rag, it doesn't really burn your face, it's just gassy. That it's not it's not harsh on your skin. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so five to ten minutes for the initial knockout. And then about every 45 minutes to an hour, you have to repeat the process because the person will start waking up. So chloroform is not as effective as you people think it is. Throw in that. sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot I'm of work. Tired. But the thing is, he's got a lot of fucking alcohol in his system. So what happens to your blood when you got a lot of alcohol in it? Uh, it thins out. Yeah. So oh, that. the oxygen in your blood that is carrying the chloroform to your brain, which is making you sedated. It goes faster. Yes. So he knocked out a lot faster. <laughs> and Two minutes. <laughs> Two and a half. And so Holmes held the rag over Peitzel's face until he felt no pulse. So he didn't do it to knock him out. He did it to kill Holy him. shit. Yeah. How long did he hold it? Yeah, I don't know. He said he held it till he didn't feel more than two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, probably more than ten minutes. He probably was over there. <laughs> <laughs> I broke my neck. <laughs> you so want, you want this tens unit? No. Okay, I'll turn it back on then. <laughs> so Holmes also decided because his whole initial plan. Ew, oh. girl, are you pulling out your eyelashes? It's an L. I know. It, like, was going into my eye, and I was like, what is poking me? And I just, like, <laughs> ripped them out. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Holmes, their initial plan was, like, how we said, how I said earlier, like, we're going to stage this explosion. But Holmes was like, okay, I'm going to stage this explosion, but in case that shit doesn't work, I'm going to pour some chloroform down his mouth. But I know he's dead, so he can't swallow it. So he pours chloroform into Peitzel's mouth and pumps on his chest so that the chloroform will go into his stomach because ingesting chloroform is lethal and it's a basically instant result. There are no toxicology reports. There, are, we're, we're getting into what Holmes is doing to stage the scene. Okay. You, you could... You go. We're almost there, Leslie. <laughs> so he's doing this because he's like, this whole explosion accident might not work. So maybe I'll just make it look like it was a suicide, but an explosion happened at the same time because he's like fumbling around while he's dying. Boom, things happen. That was, he's an idiot, whatever. So he carefully set up the scene. He placed the body so it looked like it was knocked backwards by a blast. He put a shattered bottle of benzene next to the body, which is just like an explosive chemical that you sometimes see when you're like trying to make like those cure-all things. Like Mm -hmm. some people sometimes use it. And then he also... Where is Georgiana through all this? She's at home. Okay. <laughs> she, he's at Peitzel's house. Okay, okay. So he walked to Peitzel's house okay. and Georgiana's at home. So he lights a match, turns the match out, puts that next to Peitzel, 
And then he puts a smoking pipe, like a Sherlock Holmes smoking pipe, next to Peitzel as well. So it's supposed to look like he has this bottle of benzene, which has flammable fumes, and he struck the match to light his pipe, and boom, it blew up in his face. So it burnt him, and he flew backwards. So that's the scene he's trying to set up. Holmes even went as far as burning Peitzel's face and hair with a lighter to make it more believable. The fuck? So this is like him making everything believable. There are some slight holes in this cover-up as I'm about to explain to you. Okay? Because this is, they found the body the next day. Hmm. Holmes was hoping it would take people a couple more days to find him because him and Georgiana are basically skipping town to make it to go to Peitzel's family to let them know like, hey, I'm hanging out here with you. And then they were going to get the call that Peitzel died, but they were like, oh, Holmes had nothing to do with it because he was here with us. So he wasn't going to tell them about the scheme, but they found out the day after Holmes left. Is this making sense? Yes, yes, yes. So here are the holes in this cover-up. One. Bad timing. No. Two. An explosion would have burned more than just his hair and face. If something explodes on you and you're wearing clothes that are most likely flammable, more than just your hair and face, like literally from your chin up, is going to get burnt. And that's all that was burnt on him. And a lethal dose of chloroform being ingested is three-tenths of an ounce. Holmes gave Peitzel three ounces of chloroform that ended up in his stomach, which is 10 times the lethal dose. So there was no way in hell, if they were to believe it, that he drank three ounces of chloroform. What if he just went back and shot it? There is no, it's so instant in your body from being ingested that you would literally, it would hit you. But what if you shot it? And you would it? just fall. Like you would just fall over and like. No, nothing would really go back in. Okay. Yeah. So, so they were like shotgunning chloroform. Whatever. <laughs> oh well, no. So the whole thing was that they—he was trying to make it look like he drank the chloroform and then moseyed around and was going to light his pipe. And they're like, if you drink that amount of chloroform, oh, you're I not going to have the time to, to light to the, light up to light up a fucking pipe <laughs> before you hit the ground. <laughs> like you're not—that's not, not going to happen. Nothing like this is going to happen. I feel. I feel like you just have no faith in him. <laughs> like, he's already an alcoholic. His, yeah, I know. His system is just right there. <laughs> so. I believe. <laughs> so despite all the evidence at this scene and at the recommendation of the coroner on the scene, the coroner's jury which is a jury of people who are just local medical people or just people on the coroner's jury, decided that Peitzel's death was caused by the explosion. And that's what was written on his death certificate. Hold the fuck up! They smart. And no one, absolutely no one, knows why they decided on this. And the thing... So nothing about the chloroform was in the report? All of that, what I just told you, was in the initial report that was sent to the coroner's jury that they were using to make up their decision on what caused Peitzel's death. And they decided that it was the explosion because in 
that whole thing, they were like, we feel like this was set up. It was a homicide. This is not a real thing. And they were just like, this is so much shit for someone to go through that it's too much trouble. No one would stage a death this way. What? Like, it, like it's too much trouble. It's not a thing. No, people don't do this. Okay. So the coroner's jersey, jersey, <laughs> jury said it was caused by the explosion. That's, um... Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what did the cops do? Did, like, bang their heads against the wall? It, I don't think the cops gave a shit. It was more the coroner, who was a doctor, and who was, like, a licensed professional. It was like, motherfucker. They were all licensed professionals. No, the coroner's no, jury the coroner's is not. jury was not. It's like getting people on a jury... It's and like all mic- three of us sitting there and being like, yeah, and they handed us that the report. That looks like a dog bite, but it's really just like a rash. Mm-hmm. That's a bite right there. But I thought you said they were medical professionals. Some people could be medical uh, professionals. Okay. I thought they were all medical no. professionals. No. Okay. You know what? It's just like having a regular jury. They just call people. They call That's people. That's what I just said. A she regular. Said, said I, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> She didn't understand the first time. Tell it to me again, please. Anyway, so Peitzel's family, this is where we get into the good stuff. Holmes is headed to St. Louis. This is where Peitzel's family is. Because Holmes needs them to identify Peitzel's body. I thought you said they were in New Hampshire. No, Holmes was from New Hampshire. I thought you were asking me about Holmes, remember? That's why I said we'll get into where Peitzel's from. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he goes to see Peitzel's family in St. Louis to tell them about the death. But when he arrived, he found out that they already knew that Peitzel was dead because they were contacted by the Philadelphia police. So he was like, shit, this really jacks up my plan because now I got to figure out how to get this shit to go well for me. So to throw the family off from Holmes's involvement in Peitzel's death, he convinced Mrs. Peitzel, don't know her first name, just going to call her Mrs. Peitzel for the rest of the time, that the body wasn't her husband, that they went through with the plan they were supposed to, and that they would split the money, and Peitzel was still alive, but he was in hiding. Mrs. Peitzel, she's sick at the time, and she's like, okay, cool, I believe your idea. like, what, smallpox? I don't know, they just said she was sick. <laughs> so she decided to send her daughter Alice to Philly with Holmes, identify the body but she didn't tell alice about like the whole scheme like the whole insurance fraud right. thing that they were doing because she wanted alice to see the body and for her reaction to be believable so she knew nothing about this whole well yeah it's gonna be believable it's her own fucking father. yeah but mrs peitzel doesn't fucking know that so she's just in on it that they're doing this like stupid okay. insurance fraud scheme because she knows her husband already did shit like that okay so she's just like, okay, fine, whatever. So she didn't tell Alice, blah, 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 blah. So it was September 22nd, 1894. Alice positively identified the body, and Holmes received the insurance payout. What? September 22nd, what? 1984. Mm-hmm. 1894? 1894. What was the date that the explosion happened? I thought you said November. 1983? September. September 2nd, 1894. 1894. Was the explosion. Yeah. Okay, not November. Yeah. I thought you said November. 
November was... Did they have Labor Day back then? (laughs) November 1893 was when they left for Chicago. I mean, left Chicago. I have that. No, I thought you said November 2nd. But no, I thought September. it was like, haha, that is my birthday. Not, Not mine, but yours. Mm-mm-mm. So September. Remember this. We will quiz you later. It's, it's literally on Instagram. It's my cake day. Okay. Follow us on Instagram, then you know. Follow yeah, exactly. me. Me. Anyway. I don't want to follow you on Instagram. You don't post shit. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, I'll talk to you, though. I'll send you some reels. They're funny. Anyway. (laughs) Alice positively identified the body, and Holmes received the insurance payout of $7,200. Which is the equivalent to? I don't know. You Google it. What the hell? This is the one time I didn't actually. $7,200. What is this? $1,894. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Why don't you just say, hey, Siri? No. Because she's stupid. Oh, no. That doesn't go far enough back. Cucumbers are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I feel sad. You feel sad? <laughs> yes. I'm tired. It would be $191,000. $191,219. Not as much as I thought it was going to be, but okay. I was thinking Inflation million. technically didn't start until like the early 1910s. Brooms cost two hundred dollars back then. Okay, <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> so anyway, so he gets the seven thousand two hundred dollars. <laughs> Sorry, my mic started falling. <laughs> but Holmes only sent five hundred dollars to the family, and he still had some loose ends he had to tie up on this whole shenanigans. Because the wife still believed that her husband was going to come out of hiding since everything was taken care of now. And Holmes told her, don't worry about it, Miss Peitzel. I'm going to arrange all the travel plans. You're going to meet your husband in Indianapolis. And she's like, cool, this is great. Because she thinks, like from what Holmes explained to her is, we're meeting in Indianapolis. We're starting a new life together. There's no more shady business for my husband. Like, everything's going to be good. Yeah, there's no more shady business for your husband. You know he's why? Because dead. Thank you. <laughs> I have one to say it. Do it. No. So, <laughs> a little bit later in September of... Oh. It's, now we're going between September to, like, October-ish time. Holmes convinces Mrs. Peitzel that is and her five children works. to go to a safe house across the country. So he's taking them across the country. They had those? But, but bitch, get it out of here. <laughs> Before they go to Indianapolis. <laughs> so to make oh. things easier on them uh-huh. so they wouldn't be caught by the popo or anyone who knows what's going down, they were going to separate each other. We're going to ride on different trains across the country, and we're also going to stay in separate hotels, but we're going to kind of be near each other, but we're not really going to be near each other because i got to keep an eye on y'all. But, like, you take your infant child over here. I'm going to take your son, and then the other kids are going to go with Georgiana. My brain hurts. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lot just to get. So much is happening in a year. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. Okay. The amount of money... Well, I can't even say that because I guess it is worth it to them. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. I would already want a nap. Like, it's just not happening. There's kids involved. This that is all happening really quickly, though. No. Yeah, within a month of him passing. Like, yeah. not even. But that's it's more than one September. day with somebody and else. she's sick. 
There's more than that's more is than one day with somebody yeah. else's kids. No. Yeah, but you ain't gonna be dealing with them for long. A month. Of course not. You're gonna kill them all. So <laughs> Holmes currently is traveling with Howard Peitzel. He is still in elementary school. We don't have oh. an exact age on him. That's a kid. They reached Indianapolis. Yes, Howard is child. Child Sounds like a grown man. That's a grown man name. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to lie. So, like, I was, like, sitting there one day because uh, one of Jonathan's friends. How you uh, going to give a baby a grown man name? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, they're, they're pregnant and they were, like, talking about baby names. And I was like, now you can't name no baby that grown ass man name. And they, like, Jonathan just, like, looked at me because they're on, like, the PlayStation. I was like, that's like naming a kid Karen. I was like, what three month old you go around here named Karen looking all angry and shit? <laughs> Like, I was like, Karen's aren't born. They just pop out of the woodwork when they're like 35. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like a no, thing. Like, it is. It's like, I can't. Like, those just like. Like um, Sharon? Yeah. Like, who? What you calling no, your kid when you're no, little? Because Sharon. No, it's, like, it's like when you name a child Steve. It has stages. Stevie. Steven, and then Steve. <laughs> like, you got stages of that. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, no. No, no. Howard. Where do you go from there? Howie. Howie. No. Yes. <laughs> Have you never watched a Big Bang Theory? Howie. That's a grown man. Oh, <laughs> but they call him Howie. 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 No. <laughs> Sorry, all the Howies out there. I <laughs> 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 didn't even say Howard. <laughs> Fucking Backstreet Boys up in here. Oh, man. See, grown-ass man. <laughs> anyway, so Howard. <laughs> Howard Peitzel is in elementary school. They reach Indianapolis. Him and Holmes reach Indianapolis on October 10th of 1894. They stayed in a cabin house together outside of the city. Everyone else is like in and around Indianapolis. Doesn't matter. Holmes and Howard are by themselves. Holmes tells Howard, okay, dude, I need you to go to town real quick because nobody really knows who you are. And if people are tracking us, they're going to know me, but they're not going to know you. But I'm not really telling you this. Just go out, get some stuff for dinner. Well, Holmes stays in the cabin and the person that they're renting the cabin from is helping him fix the stove because it's just, it hasn't been rented out. So they have to like set up this wood burning stove. Holmes is there working on stuff working on the poison he's going to use on Howard. You know, just normal everyday things. Bernard. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh my God, why are you violently laughing? Because. Bernard. Bernard. Um, let's see what's funny about it. I don't know. <laughs> so... Cyanide, wolfsbane, and a cocaine mixture. All of these were found in a barn outside of the house that Holmes was renting. So He's a pharmacist. He knows what to do with this shit. Yeah. So they were pretty fucking sure that um, this is what Holmes used. A mixture of these three or potentially one of these three. Either way, none of them would have been detected. Why did he kill the kid? Because he's tying up his loose ends. Oh. Okay. You can't meet up with your dead dad unless you die. 
Wow. <laughs> Linda's not listening. I'm not. What happened? No, I started falling no, asleep. You can listen to it on the podcast. Oh, no. So, Howard wouldn't have noticed any mixture, whether it be one of these things or all of these things, in his food, and his death would have been pretty fucking instant because cocaine probably would have given him a heart attack. Wolfsbane is just a toxin that's just going to, like, shut your system down. Cyanide is going to shut down your heart. You're just going to pretty quickly. And he's a small kid. He's probably it's not going to be good. After Howard died, Holmes cuts up his body and burns some parts in the stove and then burns the rest in a nearby barn. He told Mrs. Peitzel they needed to go to Toronto because her husband got into some shit. In Indianapolis. So he was like, ah, oh, shit. We can't meet your husband here. We need to meet him in Toronto. But... But he said he left the kid with him. But Holmes told Mrs. Peitzel that Howard was staying with his cousin, Minnie Williams, in Indianapolis. Oh. Mm-hmm. He killed Minnie, too? Minnie was his wife. I know. Mm-hmm. She's been dead. She's been dead! With Minnie, Nona. Nene. Oh, <laughs> Nanny. Nanny. Oh, Georgiana is the one. Georgiana is the one who okay. still has children okay. with her and they're running around. Okay. There's a lot of fuckers going on oh in this thing. Don't worry. It's okay. Murda and her daughter, they chill. Clara and her baby, they good. They still alive. His other wives. Yay. But only one of them is the real wife. All this is going down. Howard is with Minnie Williams in Indianapolis, a.k.a. he did. That's one kid out of the way. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, insurance investigators are like, "Mm, I don't like this coroner's report. This is not adding up. Like the coroner who originally said all this stuff and then this coroner's jury agreeing on this explosion. This is not making sense. So... They hired the famous Pinkerton agency to look into Holmes. That sounds like a very because he is the agency. one who claimed the insurance policy. Hmm. So now, while this shit is going on in Philly, they're like, "Damn, son! Now we gotta find him. We're going to Canada because that's where we're supposed to meet Mr. Peitzel." So Holmes took Alice, the girl who went to identify the body, and Nellie, the sixteen-year-old. So these are two daughters. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to travel with them. Why are you being a creeper? Not. So he's like, I'm going to travel with these two girls, and we're going to go to this rented house in Toronto. You go over here to the other side of Toronto, Miss Peitzel, with your infant child, and just go hang out over there. So she's like, okay, it's cool. Pretzel and mini pretzel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you asshole. So... He later claimed that he somehow convinced these two teenage girls to get into a large trunk or suitcase, attached a gas hose from the house, and suffocated them to death. Huh? Mm Mm-hmm. He then buried the girls in a shallow grave in the cellar and burned their clothes in the furnace. Of this house in Ontario? Mm-hmm. Okay. Toronto. 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 Oh, what did I say on I don't know. It sounds the same. <laughs> so, now the only loose ends are Mrs. Peitzel mm. and her infant son. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, 
October 26th to November 13th of this year. Not much is known about this time. They just know that Holmes is traveling back and forth across Canada and the northern U.S. for a couple of weeks. He is being closely followed by the Pinkerton Detective Agency because they're like, boom, 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 right behind him. He already knows. Of course, because it's only one person trying to follow a damn man who's trying to traffic 15 people. Well, now at this point, it's only two people. Because three of the kids are dead. No, bitch. They in trains and shit. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. It's like, catch me if you can. I know. I was like, if they followed around in wagons, this is some shit, man. (laughs) Dust kicking up behind them. I see no one. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. She needs a nap. Dust Bowl 1894. (laughs) Get your sister. Who? Am I getting her or is she getting me? Both of you get each other. (laughs) Okay. Pew, pew. Ooh. Missing person already? What happened? (laughs) What? I'm sorry. I just said okay. (laughs) I got so loud. I'm sorry. What time do you need to be done? Now. In like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know because I was like, I was going to say something like, okay, continue. Yeah. Basically, but we don't continue. need to. Well, no, because I don't know how it's going to sound because like, I don't remember like the end. So, okay. If the audio sounds different, that's because it is different because we got new mics halfway through recording. Oh, that's right. It's going to sound yeah. totally different. Uh, so, we're just going to backtrack a little bit to refresh the three of us. So, I'm going to start after he kills Peitzel. So, like, after he kills okay, him. Yeah, who's yeah, Peitzel? Yeah. His best friend? The, uh, the, his best con friend, con man friend, yes. The one that Best he... Best friend, but a friend? Yes. Okay. The one that he decided to, like... <laughs> I love... Okay, anyway. <laughs> what? I don't YouTube know. Video. TikTok. Oh. No, it's, like, seriously, like, 12 years old. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. You're my best friend, but a friend? Oh! They were, like... Um. Okay, I'll look for it later. <laughs> the, okay. the... The two the, Asian uh, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've seen it. Uh, um, I went, as soon as I show it to you, you'll remember. It has Cholo adventures, and then it's the two Asian ones yeah. who are trying to act like thugs, but they're kind of nerdy. Okay. And he was like, the and what so, thing? Yeah. I don't want to be no bitch. <laughs> yeah. I remember the what thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, the same it's that thing. same okay. episode. It's literally okay. that same episode, because mm-hmm. they're sitting there, and they're trying to, like, go after these dudes. The Cholos. Yeah, the Cholos. And so he's sitting there, and he's like, you coming with me? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you my best friend, brother friend? And he was like, well, yeah, he's like... So Best friend, butter friend? Brother, brother friend. Oh, but brother his act, friend. Because they're brothers. He's like, you my best friend, butter friend? Okay. And he was like, uh, yes. He's like, so you come with me? And he's like, uh, no, like, we're not doing this. He's like, best friend, best friend, butter friend. And I was like, what? <laughs> you want like, to be the bitch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you want to be the bitch? <laughs> anyway. Best so... Friend, at this point, Holmes needed someone from the family to identify Peitzel's body because it was like he did that whole thing where he was trying to make it look like an explosion and an accident in his little Correct. his little lab. And, and he was like he told and then he just like killed everybody. Yeah, but we're not there yet. We're refreshering. Well, I don't understand why you're refreshing. Oh, no, 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 no. I meant no, we only needed the refresher. Yeah, they don't, don't need the refresher. You don't need this in here. Oh, bitch. Okay, fine. Whatever. Because, <laughs> this, again, this is Look, a continuation. This, like, is, this is just this gonna is literally act. saying, here's the people now how dirted her I am sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. And then he kills everyone. The train ride. And there's only a kid left. 
No, there's only the mom and the son. See, left. you do need yeah. Start from when he starts killing the kids. Okay, so Holm convinced Mrs. Peitzel to take herself and the five kids to that safe house. Yeah. So we're like on this whole train ride thing again. Yeah. And to make things easier, he's like, I'm gonna split the family up. Whatever. Yeah. So the first one that goes with Holm, <laughs> same. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so the first one that goes with Holmes is the son. And how old? Howard. Huh? How old? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck about his name. I ain't gonna remember. Isn't he like nine? Uh, yeah, he's still in elementary school. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to know. Tastes like fruit loops. That's fruit so loops. gross. Fruity, Fruity pebbles. pebbles. Fruity pebbles are I disgusting. Pe- They're gluten free. What the fuck? I hate them. They're in my house because of my Weirdo. children. I do not okay. like them. I've well, never liked I, them. They get soggy really quick. And go, I love that. And then you like let them, you grab like a big spoonful and then they're like soggy and you like, suck the juice out while you smash them against literally your mouth. Literally feel the same. It's like, honestly, literally like having Tres Leches cake. Like it's the same reason why it's like you're eating milk. It's disgusting. I nah, can't do it. No, you suck it out and you drink no. it. No. Mm, I want a Tres Leches cake. Now. By the way, I have a client. She says she's going to pay you if you make her a Tres Leches cake. I told her you were a bomb ass at it. Oh, fuck. I it was Lydia. No, I know. That's totally. The fuck? I ain't got none. No, because you're not there. Nobody had got them. Oh, no, I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> you missed out. I don't know where you were. I don't know. I really don't know where she was. You made like a million of them that day. Oh, I, was like, I was. I want some flan, though, yo. I be going to the Gross. fucking Mexican store right here, and nope. I just see every fucking just getting flan. Not even anything else. I just go, boop, in the fr- Anyway. <laughs> Mm. Um, Holmes and Howard. So they stay at a place that's outside of town and a cabin outside of the city. Mm -hmm. And Howard has Holmes go into town and he's like, okay, you know, just get some stuff for dinner while I fix this stove. (laughs) Howard has Holmes go into town? Holmes has Howard. You said Howard has Holmes. Bitches and hoes. Okay, you guys, let me just start this entire... Okay. Uh-huh. Holmes has Howard <laughs> go into town mm-hmm. to get some stuff for dinner. And while he's doing that, while Howard is out in the world, just traipsing around being Howard. a child, uh, Holmes is at the cabin and he is with, I guess, like one of the neighbors that's a, of the cabin. And he's like, I got the stove. I need you to help me fix it. And the guy's like, okay, cool. So we're going to set this up. So when Howard gets home, supposedly Holmes poisoned the food. It is said that he either used cyanide, wolfsbane, or a cocaine mixture. <laughs> this is the part that I didn't hear. You guys wouldn't repeat it. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> he did it on purpose! <laughs> wolfsbane? The cocaine mixture. Because uh. Lizzie was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, what happened? And they're like, nope, you didn't hear it. You're not getting it repeated. I was like, ah, damn it. <laughs> God damn it! I totally forgot that happened. <laughs> Same piece. <laughs> okay. I just come into here every episode like I fresh light. <laughs> exactly. I'm like don't know so nothing from last week. Why, why do you think I was asking so many questions? You went with her. I knew. Oh, I, knew no. I knew that it was a good choice. <laughs> She said the bad you word. You said the C oh, word. Oh, shut up. That word. <laughs> it's fine. It sounds like I said blunt, but I said it wrong. Anyway, 
So he, no one knows if that's the mixture that he used because they found all three of those things in the barn outside of the house. Hmm. And any one of those things, especially for a child of Howard's size, would have killed him instantly. And they're all flavorless. So, mm-hmm. like, if he mixed it into whatever they were eating, like, if it was a soup or something, he wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have been able to taste it. So, know, it would have just been, like, a kind of thing. That sucks. Yeah. Except, like, I... Mm, never mind. I'm not getting into it. Okay. You go like this. Flip it. With what? Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk to Lynette anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is how you know I'm, like... <laughs> I don't do drugs. <laughs> I don't either. I just thought she was cleaning her teeth. I, I thought so too. I, you know how you do yeah, that Yeah, when you do like this. And then it like starts squeaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what she was doing. I didn't know that was a cocaine thing. I watch enough drug TV. Squirrel staring at me again. <laughs> I did that for you. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. It has such a creepy ass smile. <laughs> Give me my toodaloo. Your pine cone? Your pine cone? Your yep. porcupine pen holder? That's a toodaloo. That's a, Anyway, so <laughs> Howard dies. Holmes cuts up the boy's body and burned some of the parts in the stove. And then apparently he buried the rest in a nearby barn. So he calls Mrs. Peitzel and he's like, okay, well, your husband can't meet us here. So now we have to cross the border, go into Toronto and meet him. And she's like, okay. Oh, okay. Howard Peitzel. Mm -hmm. Elementary school. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we did get to that. Okay. Yeah, we did. And then I stopped. Ew, you're touching me. Okay. Well, get your feet out of my zone. Auto zone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) So... Holmes told Mrs. Peitzel that Howard would not be with him because they're like trying to keep everyone on the DL. And he's like, I'll ship him up when the time is right. But he was like, don't worry about him because he's staying with my cousin, Minnie Williams in Indianapolis. But (laughs) since it's been a minute, y'all remember who Minnie Williams is? Nope. She did. She did. Oh, wait. Oh. What? Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. his wife? Nope. Uh... Wasn't she? The wife's sister? It was not his wife. His wife? No. Okay. So his real wife, the one that he's been legally married to this entire time. She's still alive. She's still alive. Clara. She's up in the world somewhere. (laughs) Minnie Williams was one of his not legitimate wives. wives. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, while all of this is happening, Holmes is like taking people back and forth, whatever, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't know that in Philadelphia, the insurance investigators did not believe that coroner's report that like they were the ones tracking him. Yeah. So like a dingo on a baby. (laughs) Like a dingo watches a baby. (laughs) Mega mind. Mega mind. Why do I feel so (laughs) malacony? Schoolhouse. I spell coroner. C-O-R-O-N-E-R-S. Coroner's report. I put I wrote corner and then I stared at it for a good bit. Like, why doesn't this look right? (laughs) And then I read it and I was like, it says corner. (laughs) (laughs) so they hired the pinkerton agency they are a famous so they got them to kind of start going after holmes so we're in canada now all the shenanigans is happening yeah private investigators they're pinkerton agency i just want to make sure pinkerton anyway 
We're in Canada. It's October 25th, 1894. Mm-hmm. I was almost born. 1894? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holmes took so Alice, close. she's 15 years old, mm-hmm. and Nellie, who is 16 years old, to a rented house in Toronto. No one really knows exactly what happened at this point. Before those big hits? Yep. <laughs> and he... Nellie. Nellie. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain is like... We've all been sick and not near each other. And Linda is like on crack right now. It's like all that pent up quarantined energy is coming out. It was a long time. It literally like does not feel like it's only been a week. Yeah. Yeah, but you've been back to work for three days. Yeah. Yeah. That's half a week. I've been dead since Tuesday. Today, yesterday was the first day that I was up all day. Let me tell you, midday naps, it's really hard to go without them. Yeah, I know. I have to stop doing them so then I can like actually sleep. Anyway, so you do them when you work. I used to literally, but now I can't because it's throwing off my sleep schedule. It's a whole thing. Right. So we don't really know what happened. And he later claimed while he's blah, 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 confessing everything that he somehow convinced these two teenage girls to get into a large trunk or suitcase. And that he attached a gas hose from the house and suffocated them. The heck? Probably told them he was a magician. I don't know. I wouldn't have gone in that shit. If, I, if, if he was like, I'm a magician, you want to be part of my act, I'd probably be like, yeah. And then i get in the trunk. We've also decided that you would probably be the first one kidnapped. Also true. So... I'd be like, you didn't put me in that fucking box. You get in that fucking box. I'm fucking smash shit out of you. I literally look in there like, oh, what's in there? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> if there were shiny things, I'd be the first one. <laughs> yeah, okay, Ariel. <laughs> look at the dingle hopper. <laughs> and just kick her in the butt. <laughs> dingle hopper where? Twenty. Twenty. Wow, sweetie Todd. <laughs> Come and sit with me. Okay. <laughs> so, Holmes... After he suffocated them, uh-huh. it is said that he buried the girls in a shallow grave, which is true because that's where they found them, in the cellar. And he burned some of their clothes in the furnace. A little tidbit on this, because like as I was blah, 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 and then like I forgot things. But now we're redoing it. So I was reading it up on this. Why? I don't know, because I'm weird. But they don't even know that whole like... One other way to disprove that whole I shoved them into a suitcase and suffocated them thing is because they know the house that they stayed at, obviously, because the girls' bodies were buried there. It didn't have a gas hookup anywhere in the house. What? There was no way for him to get a gas line from the house like he said he did because at this portable gas line. If the shit wasn't there, he doesn't clean up after himself. He left all of the... Oh, he left all this stuff? Yeah, like, oh. he even don't ever say that again, Linda. <laughs> she said it's a Bluetooth gas line. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you said portable, I said Bluetooth. <laughs> I meant like a propane tank. I know that. I know that. <laughs> anyway. They so didn't like, have Bluetooth back then, okay? You sure they didn't that? have propane tanks back then either, <laughs> so. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. How do you know? You could trap gas in a jar. A propane tank. Are you looking it up? <laughs> no, I'm putting this shit on the notepad. I am looking it up. <laughs> I am looking up shit. 
this one for both of you because <laughs> i'm over here like <laughs> when i got that okay i i know now whenever i get that side eye and her fingers go like this i already know what's going in the notepad like without a doubt i already know and let me tell you i have gotten so many people that sit there and when i'm talking to them and something happens they're like but was it inventive, Linda? And I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I'm oh, just like, no. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Literally, everyday conversation now. So they funny. just know how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot ask me anything. But was it invented at that point? I mean, but now at least they know that like this is our everyday life. <laughs> Except now I just get to do all my googling at once versus in every conversation. <laughs> it's true, literally. Well, you know, person, but I have someone go to me, please. I was like, <laughs> get out of here! Oh my god, this is the best. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Now, the only quote-unquote loose ends that Holmes has to tie up is Mrs. Peitzel and the infant son. Okay. Uh-huh. So those are the only ones left. He yep. killed everyone else. Yep, everyone's dead. All that's left is Mrs. Peitzel and the infant son. So from October 28th to November 13th, I mean 26th to November 13th of this year. She was looking for him. Not this year, of 1894. 1894. November what? 13th? 13th. Not much is known about this time because they're they have the Pinkerton agency like tracking him, but like he doesn't have anyone else with him. Mm-hmm. How far behind are they from him? We're getting there. Okay, interesting. Is he riding a horse? <clears throat> Why he's been on a train this whole time? <laughs> no, <laughs> kill some time, man. <laughs> Among other things, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, he doesn't know that they're chasing him. Kill some time and some people. So, kind of, sort of, but not really. He doesn't know that they're after him, but, like, in his little interview, he was like, I kind of had a feeling they were, because it's like, I'm jumping from place to place to place, and obviously these people aren't, like, geniuses, but they're good at their job. And he was like, I, one, had a feeling someone was following me, and two, kept seeing familiar faces in every town that I would go into, and these were places I had never been before. And he Um. was like, so it was just like... I'm pretty sure someone's following you. He was hallucinating. Uh, probably. He was on drugs. That cocaine mixture. Mm, it would have killed him. It killed the kid. He's bigger than that kid. He probably does it for fun. Mm, I don't know. He didn't really, like, maybe you know recreationally, of. like, like a whatever Linda did, rubbing her teeth thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so not much is known about this time and it's believed that he traveled across canada and the northern u.s Hmm. for these couple of weeks but he was closely being followed by the detectives Hmm. on november 13th november 13th he resurfaced where did he resurface linda i don't know in boston oh damn (laughs) you should have known that you know i thought it was somewhere that maybe i know not vermont i always forget about vermont so he was arrested in Boston and it was kind of like very uh, anticlimactic because it was just like, we found you. Yeah. What was this? No- Where is 13th? Waldo? Yes. November 13th, 1894. This man was 94. the original. Where is Waldo? <laughs> sort of. Did they draw a picture of him? I don't know. I don't think I thought they were. 
Yeah, he did. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like an Escobar. <laughs> oh damn. He wore wigs, right? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. He wore wigs and mustaches. Remember his the the janitor guy was like the custodian was like, I found all this shenanigans in his desk. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Some places say he was arrested on the 13th, and others say November 17th. I'm just going with the 13th, because more places said the 13th versus the 17th. Once the Pinkerton agency and, like, the police arrested him, it was pretty fucking obvious. Like, they were, they themselves are just going after him for insurance fraud. Okay. That's, that's all they're going after him for. And then, after, like, talking to him for a bit, they're like, uh, we think we have something a little bit bigger than insurance <laughs> fraud. A lot of people that were close to him were like, you know, he disappears a lot. Who knows, like, what has actually happened when they had him in custody? They're getting all these conflicting stories from Holmes himself because he has so many different little things going on everywhere. He can't keep his own life straight. Mm-hmm. And he lied repeatedly about where... The wife had gone, like, Peitzel's wife. Because at this point, we don't know if she's still alive or not. And the son. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it was just like, yeah. Then another thing is like, they're like, okay, well, you had this one associate. Where did that person go? And he's like, oh, I don't know. They just left. Kind of like the the drugstore wife who was just like, oh, she's in California. And everyone's like, why? She doesn't have family in California. And he's like, because she's old and she wanted to rest in California. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) So they're like asking him questions like okay well what happened to this person because this is your really close associate and no one can find out where they were and they're like oh they went to go start their life here and then they would ask later about the same person and he'd be like oh they went to go over here but it'd be like something completely fucking different because he can't keep his lies straight (laughs) he also told investigators that benjamin peitzel and all of his children were still alive and they all lived in chicago that the family, the entire family was still there. They're just in hiding. Yeah. And it was pretty obvious that he wasn't telling the truth. But they had one really big issue between like all of the cops and also Holmes himself is no one could really separate fact from fiction. Uh, because Holmes was such a pathological liar that he was just believing everything he was telling people even when he would change the story he's like no no no, this is the real one oh my gosh like this is this is it <laughs> this is the one so they could never really figure out and they had to find hard evidence to connect him to the murder they didn't get that evidence until july 1895 1895 yeah <laughs> it was only like a year later not even yeah <laughs> So that month, Nellie and Alice's bodies were found in the cellar in Toronto. What made them look there? Did he say something about it? Or Well, with them tailing him and kind of at this point, he's consistently using H.H. Holmes everywhere he goes. Oh, okay. So it was just a matter of like backtracking and figuring out where he went on train tickets and stuff like that. And First then mistake. Yeah, figuring out where he stayed. I'm a doctor. And he literally left everything there because he would just do it and go. And which is I'm how surprised, they, like nobody caught on faster. Yeah. I mean, it's been nine months. Nobody went in to that house in nine months. 
It was kind of like a rental-ish thing. So, so he rented it out for a year? A lot of the places he did do that. That's crazy. Where, like, he would rent it out for, like, a time frame. So then, like, there was no... Ch- like, if he had to go back, he would go back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was just, like, weird weird little things. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this is... This is an interesting one. So he when he learned that they had discovered the bodies of Alice and Nellie. This was his response to the police officer. Yeah, I guess they'll hang me for this, right? Ooh. Oh my oh. gosh. Yep. And he was right. In October of that year, mm-hmm. 34-year-old Holmes was put on trial for murdering Benjamin Peitzel and was sentenced to be hanged. Police and the agency decided not to pursue charges for the death of Alice and Nellie. And he kind of decided, since he really had nothing to lose because he was going to be hanged, he was just like, ta-da, I'm going to tell everyone everything. A newspaper paid him $7,500 for a tell-all confession. Where does the money go? Seven k. Seventy, Yeah, seven k. Wow. In this time period. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. No, uh, where does the money go to him? What does he do with it? Does he buy cigarettes while in jail? Like, I don't understand. Oh. Does he buy his freedom? No. No. But he probably buys a very nice fur coat that won't be stolen out of his coach. (laughs) 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 I don't know that. (laughs) So he gave a new confession to this. It's Hearst newspaper. This time he claimed to have murdered 27 people. Okay. I believe it. It was later found to be largely fabricated until the very ends. Holmes basically said whatever he could to become rich and famous. So it was like he would be like, I'm going to do a tell-all for this magazine. And then I'm going to do a tell-all for this newspaper and this newspaper. So he just, he got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Which is stupid because he's literally just like chilling in jail. So it's like, what, what are you doing? It's right. not like you got a penthouse in the jailhouse. Like, what are you, what are you doing? He could Did his wife get it? Well, that's why I was wondering, like, did she get any? It's not like he came about the money like it because he has a wife and a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that child support. Yeah, we don't know. Okay. I don't I, I can look it up, but I didn't really see anything about that. So another thing that he can claim can claimed. Oh, my God. <laughs> another thing that he claimed was he was possessed by the devil. Probably. And uh, I call bullshit. That's why he did it. And so this is kind of where that whole uh, murder castle thing came from, because uh, from him doing all these confessions and tell-alls, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, but remember that crazy-ass fucking apartment castle thing he had in Chicago? He murdered hundreds of people there. So it was never, like, something that was actually confirmed, Mm -hmm. because he's talking about all this stuff, and... He's just like making shit up and no one knows what's real or not. So it was basically just a lot of things sensationalized. Is that by building still there? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so no. we're going. Oh, I mean, I'll what go outside of it. Like I didn't even get it out. I mean, did you guys see the, see the thing that I posted about the yoga? Yes. In Eastern. You yes. don't want to go? No. What? At Penn State. At the uh, penitentiary. When was that sent? Uh, I posted on Facebook on our Facebook page. Then no, I didn't. See I it. they have Friday night yogas in the, in the prison. In Let's the prison, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Goats and yoga in a prison. No, I'm not doing goats. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate goats. I literally, I want to do goat yoga though, because little baby goats like jumping on your back while you're doing stuff would uh, be hilarious. Jonathan's friends, they did it, and they said it was actually a lot of fun. I know. I watch it. All the time. I'd, I'd probably end it. up kicking one of them. I would have an anxiety attack and it would not be very relaxing. <laughs> she would come up and go, whoop, right on your side. And <laughs> I have enough of a baby goat with my dog because if you lay on the ground, he's going to just run up to you and just like kick you in the side and then like do one of those little hop arounds to see if you're alive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was hanged. When? Bitches and hoes. I thought I said October. Yeah, but you never said the date. You said in October he was sentenced to be hanged. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Cut her up into pieces. That was his last resort. Boom. That's what you said. I wrote it down. When? Holmes about his mistress. Is that what, what? That was, Is that that was, what I said? He, you said that because um, she said, yeah, no. Cut her up into pieces, and you're like, that oh, was yeah, his yeah, last yeah. resort. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And I yeah. was like this. And Lauren's like, what are you guys talking about? And we're like, nothing. Okay, <laughs> so, um, do, do, do. oh, my God, I just lost it. Oh, on May 7th, hmm, 1896, Holmes was hanged in Philadelphia. Nice. That's a good day. I know. That's why I said, huh, May 7th. No wonder why your s- child is crazy. Um, <laughs> several, crazy. several decades later. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I don't really know, but I think the craziest thing is I, I did read something that like his wife, Clara, saw that he was alive because obviously like the newspaper and they had like a picture and she was like, what? Because you remember how he like did that whole thing where he's like, I'm going to get this information in a roundabout way back to my wife that I was in an accident and I have right. memory loss or I died or something. So like she would never know. Now she knows. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it was just like, a, oh, my God. Do you want to see my portrait of him versus Leslie's portrait of him? Uh, did you <laughs> just draw it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's great. Okay. Good. Where is he? Oh my god. <laughs> she did hangman. Oh oh, I can't. That's your sister. She's just as a first. <laughs> yep. It no. looks a lot like uh, Where's my phone? Oh my god. My phone has been on camera this whole time. Dead. Almost. <laughs> oh. A big old murder house. Murder. Murder. So I'm going to show Leslie a picture of H.H. Holmes now. What is it? Let me see yours real quick. I remember you just showed it to me, but show me again. <laughs> Linda, look at Leslie's picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's just missing his hat. His I know. Hat. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I knew what he, he looked like because I did some. I mean, no. I did not know what he looked like when I drew it. Yeah, it was like but after I recently, the fact. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember social media stuff, so. <laughs> oh, where is this man from? Y'all ready? Wake up, Leslie. 
Uh, why? You're reading? I know. You just look like you're about to fall asleep over there. I am. <laughs> so today's missing person from New Hampshire is Hannah Hubbard. She is 17 years old, and she went missing from Littleton, New Hampshire. She was reported missing on February 7th, 2022. Her clothing description is unknown, but she has blonde hair, blue eyes. She is five foot nine and weighs approximately 130 pounds. She is white and a female. Um, the only really known thing about where she may be going is Massachusetts. Where's the phone number? Uh, if you have any information, please contact the New Hampshire Information and Analysis Center for Missing Persons. The phone number is 603-223-3859, which is 603-MCU-TIPS-T-I-P-S, or you can call 911. And again, her name is Hannah Hubbard from Littleton, New Hampshire, and she was 17 years old at the time she went missing, so she's 18 now. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. I hope no one gets sick because this season sucks of the sickness. Just saying for everyone else out there in this world because we've all been going down. It's just been like dominoes. It's going down for real. <laughs> I want to say something, but I can't. What? what? No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like our page, go to our website. Comment at, on our things. Yes. At eccthepodcast.com and Patreon. And then also. Tons of new content coming on Patreon as soon as Lauren gives me a password. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I did. Negative. Oh, uh, that was Jonathan, because I had to do something with the Facebook and John. Oh, yeah, and rate and review. Yeah. Did we say that already? No, I said follow, subscribe, rate and review on <clears throat> Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And I realized, because I was going through our old podcast episodes, <gasps> and sometimes I forget to check off that it's explicit, or I think I did and I didn't. But we can all just assume that every episode is probably going to have like an F-bomb in it. 100%. So just keep that in mind. Because I had someone go, I listened to this episode because it didn't say it was explicit. And you guys were cussing the whole time. I'm like, oh, no shit. But I was like, I literally say shit in the beginning. But anyway, I love you guys. (laughs) It's just one of those things where it was like, how are you going to think out of our 50-some episodes, the one episode will never happen? We can try. No. I mean, yes. We try. I've tried to keep it to a minimum. I know. Horribly. Thank you. I can do it. I can do it when I'm like hanging out with my little friends on like the Xbox and I'm like, oh, snickerdoodles. And they just start laughing at me. And then they start dropping F-bombs and I'm like, whoa, potty mouths. And they're like, okay, mom. And I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) dang children. Anyway, (laughs) so have a good week. Stay healthy, safe, mm-hmm. and we'll see you next week. Have a good summer. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. 
You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC the Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.